episode of the self-development with tactics podcast um today we are once again gonna go through some seth's blog blog posts uh why because of this certain feeling that i've described the last time um this feeling of um well feeling understood uh this generosity this uh um you know this energy that i'm getting out of reading his stuff and i do remember that there's a button where you can randomize like what you're seeing what blog post you're seeing and maybe we're gonna do that um but i think that there is two that are quote-unquote worth reading now or that i wanna go through now uh there we go this should be fine indeed yeah so let's have a look the first one is the generosity of concealment i hope that it is concealment concealment uh, even though i'm not quite sure human beings never reveal all of our emotions we don't simply blurt out the first things that pops into our heads in a meeting or insult someone upon meeting them we're able to give people the benefit of the doubt which requires doubt before we can offer the benefit and to plan for the long haul. And yet we do this essential work without thinking about it or working to get better at it. When we are engaging with someone, both sides benefit. And a key part of our contribution to the interaction is a willingness to conceal emotions that would undermine the efforts of our partner in this work. There is a lot to be said for honesty and directness, Concealment can be a generous tool if it helps everyone to get where they need to go. I think this might also tie into like gossip and talking about other people and this, you know, general thought of never trying to do any bad to anybody or anyone. Um, I think it is a good rule to live by. I think it is a good rule to keep in mind. I mean, what is the benefit for you? Of course, I, I, I do understand, you know, some people have been dickheads throughout their lives and, um, you know, probably towards you. And this is a reason why somebody is feeling really um, revengeful towards other people or towards this particular person. But I think in the end, there's seldomly a lot of benefit of uh, or benefit in, in engaging in, in these certain, uh, uh, well, tasks in... Uh, being a dickhead yourself and, uh, you know, revenging yourself, doing something bad to, to this other person. Um, this is a thought that I've, or the following thought is one that I, uh, I think have shared throughout the years quite a bit, with, quite a bit, which is um, the right thing versus what is easy and very seldomly what is easy is also the right thing, you know. What might be easy is um, also revenging yourself and also being bad towards this person or, uh, you know, doing some things. But the right thing actually is not doing so. And I guess this question, in general, questions uh, are really great ways to, I think, see whether you are on the right path or you are not. But yeah, 99 versus 0, this was a very interesting one. So let's go. 
If you get a 99% quality haircut or a 99% close to perfect meal, it is better than good. On the other hand, if the scrub nurse only does a 99% job of disinfecting the tools in the operating room, you're still going to die of an infection. Some projects respond very well to ordinary effort and 99% effort or perfect. Maybe even 80%. In fact, the last 1% isn't worth the time, the effort or the focus. Others fail if they're not fully and completely dosed back. Knowing the difference between the two saves everyone a lot of stress and avoids needless cost and avoidable disasters. We come out ahead when we put our energy into the projects that reward our effort and choose to meet spec with the others. Yes, and I think the ones that are uh, in this department of 0%, like, you know, you need to be really perfect, like completely perfect, you know, to make this work. Um, it's not a lot of tasks. It's not a lot of things. It's just, you know, not a lot, period. Uh, really not a lot, but uh, I mean, I think one problem that I've been seeing is, of course, I, I do, well, for example, let's, let's put it like this. Um, me as a freelance graphic designer doing some stuff for somebody. Um, let's say I'm, I'm doing some social media posting for someone or a poster design for somebody. Um, in the end, you know, one, uh, one, one issue that I've encountered is, you know, people, people judging creative. Um, of course, uh, people know what their audience wants. It, um, also depends on, you know, whether they have been in this business for quite some time or whether they are, you know, quite new to this certain business and, and whatever. But um, sometimes they do know what their audience wants. And so them judging it is indirectly also their audience, their community, the people that are going to this certain whatever event or whatever, um, what they would like to see, you know, and what is um, and 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 um what lets them engage in this certain ad but you know the thing is 80 percent good or 80 percent perfection in a poster i think is really enough maybe even 60 percent and 70 percent it really is enough um i do always understand you know uh if you're having like um, i don't know if you're uh a group or a company that is organizing stuff and um, you are organizing like uh, an event once a month or something or maybe twice a month i do understand that subjectively speaking um that the ads should be kind of perfect because you think i'm doing this like twice a month and um i want it to be perfect twice a month. So I'm also um, demanding that the people that I'm working it are doing it perfectly or we're just doing it um, as long as it takes to be perfect. But on the other hand, when I'm doing things on a regular basis, you know, there is no need it, there is no need to it being perfect. Not even 80% perfect. Maybe. Um, it is interesting. It, it, it really is interesting. For me, it's always like, uh with the stuff that i'm doing i you know there is some sort of a satisfaction curve you know or threshold 
And once I'm at this or a bit over it or just maybe no way above it, um, I'm fine with it. But, uh, but I don't know, you know, some things are turning out to be quite good. Some other things not turn out to be that good. And it's also about systems, you know, having certain systems in place so that you're um, as fast as you can be while producing some things that are good, great, whatever. But yeah, anyway, um, when it comes to perfectness, you know, I seldomly think that things need to be that perfect. But most often, you know, pushing out. You know, maybe this is also me and... and uh, I mean, as you can see with the podcast, it's um, being uploaded uploaded closely every day. Um, on YouTube, there is something every day. On the podcast, there is not something every day. It depends on, you know, um, how much time I'm having and, and whatever. But for like a really extended period of time, I've been doing it every single fucking day. Um, also because of something that uh, Seth is talking about, which is today is today and therefore today I'm writing a blog post, not because I want to do so, not because I need to do so, not because of whatever reason, but just because today is today. Um, I mean, you can put this in, in just, you know, various different, like, uh, perspectives, I guess, and, and view it in different lights. But yeah, anyway, um, story of the week, popular posts and an archive. Let's see the story of the week. Unaware Snoop. I think that I've, yeah, I've read that already. But I can't, can I, can, can we? Let's see. There once was a button, I think there was a button or some star shit where you could rate, like, every single post. But um, the funny thing about that is, when I'm rating such a blog post, I am not really rating like the writing. I don't care about the writing. I'm not really, but, but this is just me, you know? Uh, I think people like us do things like this uh, really matters here. If you really clearly know your audience, you know, um, you know whether they care about good writing or they don't, um, you know, probably the majority of people that are reading Seth's work because he is an author and a writer, um, do care about that and do care about proper grammar and, and whatever and maybe creative ideas and, and um, whatever in the end. And this is also something that I've uh, come to, to realize. Uh, in the end, one is always producing something for somebody, whatever it might be. You know, this blog post is for the people that are reading it. And... Um, when I'm in a company, I'm probably doing stuff for my boss. So if I clearly know what my boss likes to see, likes to have, likes to whatever, um, you know, it makes sense to do so, to do exactly that, because it's going to be fine, you know? Um, period, I guess, you know, um, might not be uh, applicable to, or applicable, I never ever know, to, you know, every single field, you know, probably really not, but um, but in the end, uh, very often this is the case. Um, let's see, maybe uh, popular posts, recent popular posts, all time most popular posts, quality and effort. You know, this might just be. Uh, 
the one thing that I've uh, been talking about the past 10 minutes? I don't know. It seems as though the opposite of careless ought to be careful. That's the best way to avoid unavoidable errors is to try harder to put more care into the work. This means that if surgeons were more careful, there would be fewer errors and that so many of the mistakes that mess things up would go away if people just tried harder. And this is true for a while, but then it is not effort, but systems that matter. Years ago, I created a trivia game for Prodigy. The first batch of 1000 questions was 97% perfect, which is fine until you realize that this meant that 30 questions had an error and every error ruins the experience for the user. The second batch we tried extra hard, really hard. Our backs were against the wall, we couldn't afford any errors. Our effort paid off in 50% decreasing in errors, or decrease in errors. So we were down to 1.5%. Uh, alas, that's still 15 game breaks or breakers. Then I got smart and changed the system. Instead of having trivia writers work really hard to avoid mistakes, we divided our team in half. Half the team used the encyclopedia, yes, it was a long time ago, <laughs> to write the questions and they made a photocopy of the source along with the question and put it in a notebook. The other half of the team got the notebook and was charged with answering the questions based on the source. They got bonus of 20, uh, 20 bucks for every question they found um, where the answer was correct. Correct than the normal? What? where their answer was more correct, I'm sorry, uh, than the original, which, you know, by the way, is interestingly written, uh, something being more correct, correct being like, you know, it's already done, you know, the same as I'm more dead than you are. The result of, this, of the new system, zero error for the next 5,000 questions. We need to put into our, uh, I'm sorry, we need to put care in our systems. We need to build checklists and peer review and uh, resilience into the way we express our carefulness. It seems ridiculous that a surgeon needs to write her name with a sharp ear on the limb that she's about to operate on, but this simple system adjustment means that errors involving working on the wrong limb will go to zero. In school, we, I don't know what this means. Uh, we, whatever, kids to be more careful and spend approximately zero time teaching them to build better systems. Instead, we ignore checklists and processes because we've been taught that they are beneath us. Instead of reacting to an error with, I need to be more careful, we can respond with, I can build a better system. If it matters enough to be careful, it matters enough to build a system around it. Um, yeah, I mean... I think system, good synonym for system in this case would be approach. This, by the way, was from November 1st, 2018. Um, when I clearly see that, you know, maybe the way I am learning things is um, not very good for me, you know, I'm not able to remember a lot of things. Maybe I should not work harder, but change the way I am working. So maybe I'm not gonna, I don't know, have flashcards, but I'm writing everything down. Uh, I'm just, you know, testing myself by the means of having a test. And so on and so forth. Uh, I think a really good advice, very important to not forget about the system, that, that we are using the approach and whatever. Um, 
let's maybe click on random for once. How would you like things to be? We know how things are. How could we not? And we see the emotional rut that so many have fallen into as well. The question is, will you embrace an emotional posture that models how you would like to feel instead? Today this day, we only get it once. How do you want today to feel on an emotional level? It takes effort, but it is a choice. We can't change how things are in any given moment, but we can change how we will approach today. And yes, an attitude can spread. Begin with us. And with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here. Wish you the best and see you soon. So 